Welcome to the Chapman CG Podcast, inspiring and informative conversations with top HR leaders from around the world. The healthcare landscape is transforming at a rapid pace. HR leaders within the industry are constantly having to evaluate ways to improve HR systems and processes that will leverage existing best practices and reduce costs, while still partnering with the business leaders to identify future leaders and talent. I'm here with Chris Iyer, Regional HR Director, Asia Pacific, Middle East and Africa at Kantar Health, to discuss HR innovation within the healthcare industry. Hi, Chris. Hi, Tim. How are you? Yeah, I'm good. Thank you. How are you? Good. Thanks for this time today. Um, it's a pleasure to be here with you talking about HR innovation, a subject that's always been close to my heart. Fantastic. Well, it's a pleasure to have you on. And um, tell us a little bit more about your role at Cantor Health. All right. Um, before I start talking about my role at Cantor Health, I must tell you a bit about Cantor Health itself. Now, we are catalysts making the world a healthier place by staying powerfully connected. Um, we stay connected to the changing healthcare landscape and the changing client needs. And in this way, we believe we are at the intersection of healthcare science and people. So what we do is essentially help healthcare companies accelerate this change by delivering insights that get the right product to the right healthcare stakeholder at the right time. So it's a lot of a lot of things that we do uh, in one sentence, but essentially we are in the business of providing information, insight, and consulting services to our clients, which is essentially healthcare companies. Right. Um, my role as the regional HR director for Asia Pacific, Middle East, and Africa is a highly strategic one in nature. Now, I play the role of a trusted advisor to the business on all people-related matters, be it organization design, talent acquisition talent management and development, reward, operations, the entire gamut of HR services. So if I were to put it in a nutshell, I would say I develop the HR strategy and manage its execution through a shared services model. Now we have close to about 100 people spread across nine different countries in the region, and each of them is a highly talented and qualified professional in their field of work. And that makes it all the more challenging to deliver HR services to them. Fantastic. It's certainly a, a very interesting company and, and, and a, a very interesting role as well. So what are some of the unique HR challenges impacting the healthcare industry today? Great question. Um, I would say the core HR challenges in the healthcare industry are actually quite similar to other industry as well. The top three being talent acquisition, engaging talent, and competitive reward. The one thing that I would say is unique in the healthcare industry is probably regulation in healthcare, and that's getting more and more demanding about compliance and reporting. This takes up a lot of time, and we need to adapt very quickly to the steep learning curves here. But that said, when I look at the core challenges, it still remains the three challenges which I mentioned before, so talent acquisition, engaging talent, and reward. Interesting. And how different are Cantor Health HR priorities in Asia-Pacific from Middle East and Africa? That's a great question. Um, since our strategy is basically to remain client-focused, our HR priorities in each of these markets are a reflection of the client needs in the market. This largely translates to the kind of skill sets required in the market in order to remain competitive there. So, for example, in markets like Japan, Taiwan, Korea, so largely the North Asia markets, we are seeing a strong demand for skills in the area of real-world evidence, health economics, outcomes research, market access. These are 
these are techniques and studies that probably 10 years ago, no one would have absolutely heard of. And the kind of talent that exists in these areas would practically be countable on the fingers of maybe two hands in each of these markets. So it's extremely difficult to identify and actually engage this kind of talent. And it's a completely different ballgame to bring them on board and keep them engaged in your company. Whereas when you look at markets like the Middle East, there are more basic skill sets like market research and project management skills. It's, it's, a, it's a question of market maturity. Um, China, on the other hand, has been showing a strong demand for business development skills, digital skills, which is quite different from what we've been facing in other markets. And then there are markets like Singapore, which are very stable, developed markets, um, a lot of talent available here because it's a constant uh, you know, it's 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 an it's it's a market that there's there's constant flow of talent through, so it's it's a very different uh, it's a very different challenge that we face in Singapore. The challenge in Singapore is to keep the reward in a competitive space so that we can attract the best talent to entertain them. Um, apart from this, I would say that there is a strong need for general management and leadership skills, which is always in demand in all markets. Um, and I think the maturity of a market uh, really tends to play a big role in terms of how a market, uh, in, in terms of how the HR priorities in those markets are shaping up. Culture plays a very big role in terms of people's expectations, and this determines our HR strategy for that market. So we have a very different strategy going into Middle East versus going into, let's say, some of the North Asia markets. And you talked about regulation being something that's coming um, through in, in this industry and um, is, is more prevalent. I mean, how are you building your next generation of HR leaders in um, in this changing world of, of healthcare? One, being part of the wider community, which is Scantar and WPP Group, you know, we have a wonderful opportunity to connect with the other HR and business leaders across the group. And this leads to a lot of sharing of information and resources in an open manner. Okay. Um, this helps immensely in growing our team members in terms of their knowledge and their capability. Uh, when it comes to regulation and understanding regulation, understanding compliance, understanding reporting, we are tremendously supported by WPP. WPP takes regulation and compliance and reporting very, very seriously. It's a listed company in the UK. Uh, it's an actively traded company on the London Stock Exchange as well as on the New York Stock Exchange. And we have to be absolutely precise in terms of reporting and compliance on every single matter. Um, so we have dedicated training programs and dedicated training hours towards things like how we behave, towards um, you know, anti-bribery and corruption, about how we uh, deal with our vendors, about how we treat our gift policies. Apart from this, specific to healthcare, we also have a lot of regulation around adverse event reporting. We also provide them with the opportunity to lead or participate in global projects. These global projects take the organization forward in many ways. When you look at the sort of next generation of HR leaders, do you feel that having a having some specialist exposure along along their upward uh, trajectory in the organization is, is, is important? <laughs> this this is a very difficult question to answer, and um, do I really have to answer this? But but I think I'll go with one answer that I have in mind. I think the answer really lies somewhere yeah. in the middle. Um, personally, I think a T-shaped skill set is what's emerging as the trend. Have a strong exposure across disciplines 
and then be a real specialist at one faculty, possibly two. That would give you the real edge nowadays. Yeah, it's a good, a good answer. And just jumping back to mm. something you said in the previous answer, just in terms of um, analytics, which is a, a big area in in in, data, in, um, in HR at the moment, and particularly in healthcare as well. I mean, how are you um, at Cantor using HR data and analytics to um, to support uh, the HR strategy? Um, that's another very good question. As an organization, when you look at Cantor, we haven't been really at the forefront or at the cutting edge of using HR analytics till now. I'll be honest about that. But lately, we've seen some investments on the HR analytics front. Uh, we've started with having a global HRIS system, which is enabling us to capture every single kind of HR-related information that flows through the organization at any point in time. Um, so today we are able to actually produce a lot of reports, a lot of management insights as far as trends are concerned. And, and these trends are actually shaping some of our future decisions. And do you see that centralization as something that's happening more and more in the healthcare industry, or, or do you think it's, it's on a case-by-case -case basis? I think it would be more on a case-by-case -case basis. It's really what really works for the business. Um, there are certain businesses which really operate in a very, very specialized environment, and they might require special attention, and hence they may continue to operate in a uh, in a siloed map fashion. But when you look at the overall business and you say, okay, how do I make the most of the expense that I'm making. You know, how do I really rationalize cost? How do I really make it a real effective model? Then centralization might hold some answers over there. That was Chris Iyer, Regional HR Director for Asia Pacific, Middle East and Africa at Kantar Health, discussing HR innovation within the healthcare industry. For more excellent conversations from Chapman CG, subscribe to our podcast series or check us out at chapmancg.com.